Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning in to our boardroom chat. I'm Jesse Duplantis. And Kathy Duplantis here. Hallelujah. Ready Glory to, go. to God. Or there, Ready to here, chat. there, everywhere. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is so good and gracious. I hope you're enjoying these things as the Lord gives us uh, things to say. And, you know, I made up my mind. Kathy knows this. For you that have never watched this before, we don't really go try to do something. We just, as soon as we come in, I just open up the Bible grab a verse and just go and let the Lord just guide us and lead us. And he always does. He always he does kind of say it's unscripted. I tell you, it's unscripted. <laughs> there are a lot of scriptures in the Bible. There are all different kinds of things that he does. But I want to talk about one that just uh, turns my clock. Or in other words, when you realize what is what you can have, what is already in you, and all you have to do is exercise that. It's like mm -hmm. a muscle. Once it's exercised, it'll start developing. People will start noticing it. Yeah. Now, it's there, you know what I'm saying? But if you develop it and put that, and, you know, exercise and eat, right, and all that kind of different well, you know, things. Jesse, there is such a thing as a mental muscle. A mental muscle. I remember muscle. when I learned to ride the motorcycle, I had to develop a new mental, several That's right. mental muscles. You remember that? When I took a... Uh, <laughs> Since you brought up that motorcycle. We did the uh, gun... No, don't... When we, when we did the uh, gun you a funny safety about course, I had, they talked about, that's where yeah. I first learned it, the gun safety course, course we took because we both have a concealed permit to right. carry. And tell them why, because the police wants us to, and I don't know why, but they just do. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> and so they talked in that class about I, I developing a mental I don't want to think you're a pistol-packing mama just because well, you like guns. Well, <laughs> sometimes that's okay to know that. <laughs> okay, I understand. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'll just talk about your mental muscle yeah, is mental a real muscle. thing. Yes, it is. Well, we're going to exercise your mental muscle today. If you've got a Bible, an iPad, or a telephone, whatever you use for Scripture, I want to go to, uh, to the book of Ephesians. It's my favorite book in the New Testament, the book of Ephesians. My favorite book in the Old Testament is the book of Genesis. I just like them. You may have a different book and everything, but it's just such a blessing. Paul writing to the church at Ephesus, and he writes this. And you've got to understand something about the Scripture. Every word, even though it's being wrote by different authors, it's God saying something to them at the right. time they're writing it. And something to you at the time you're hearing it. See what I'm saying? Always remember that when you read the Word of God. That, that is, all of a sudden, you erase everything around you. That is coming to you as God's speaking His Word to you. And He says this wonderful, and I want to start with verse 17 of <clears throat> Ephesians chapter uh, 3, verse 17. That Christ, or the anointed one, may dwell, not just visit, mm -hmm. but dwell in your hearts by faith. That's how it happens. It's all done by faith. That you be rooted and grounded in love. So you can't be rooted and grounded unless Christ dwells in your heart by faith. That's why we talk so much about faith all the time. People know me as a word of faith preacher. Well, that's better than a word of doubt preacher. Mm -hmm. You know, I just made up my mind that God's word is true. And I began to research scripture many, many years ago. But since this was wrote for me, then I need to know what's in it. Right. I, I need to know what I can receive spiritually, physically, financially, instead of somebody's opinion about it. What did God say I could have? What did God say I could do? Uh, you know, in every area of my life, spiritual, physical, financial, every area. Now, I want to read that again. Ephesians 3, verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you be rooted and grounded in love. Now, when that happens, that's not the end of the sentence, may be able to comprehend with all saints, that's me, me and you together, what is the breadth, the length, and the depth, and the height. Hmm. That's still not the end of the sentence. No. And to know the love of Christ, not say believe it, but just to know it, which passes knowledge, so it's beyond your intellectual activity, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. What God is saying is, I'm going to open up your spiritual cavity, Oh. And I'm going to fill it up with as much God as I can put in there. 
fullness of God. Yes. Then he says in verse 20, where I love, this is where I want to get to, uh, Ephesians 3, 19. Now unto him that is able to do, yeah. exceedingly abundantly above all. I'm going to stop right there. Kathy, what does exceedingly abundantly above all mean to you? It means exceedingly abundantly <laughs> above all. That's I mean, all you there's got? no limitations. Now we go. Come I on. I mean, this is, this is like God's ultimate. And I was just thinking about how, you know, with our daughter, as a parent, you and right. I experience this. Right. We we want no limitations. We want the biggest and the best for her. We want the most. That's right. And I believe that's and the part of God. Too. Yes. There's no limitations if if the uh, for the goodness right. that God wants us to experience, and we feel the same way about our loved ones, our family members. Okay. Now, what would you say to somebody that says, "Yeah, I know that sounds good, but that sounds like y'all just wanting stuff and greedy." But you know well, what I would say to that person is, "Well, either you lying or God's lying. I pick you. I just read what He said. See." I read what he said, so I'm going to listen to what he said. That's right. I may give you just a few seconds for you to listen to what you said, but if you're not saying what he said, I, 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 I click you off. And That's I don't right. mean that to be rude. That's just the way it is because we live for him, Christ in us, not Jerry in us, not George in us, not Harry, not anybody in all these other people. No, Christ in us. Let me read that again. Right. Uh, verse 20, now unto him was able to do exceedingly abundantly above all. All what? That we ask. Now watch this. What is our theme? What shall I do for thee? Right. That we ask. Watch this. But God takes it to another realm that's even higher than asking or thinking. Hmm. Let me read it again. Now unto him was able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. So think about that. Not only are you asking God will do, but if you think about it, he will do it. But how does he do it? What channel does he use to get it to you spiritually, physically, financially? The next statement, according to the power that worketh in us. Right. What power that worketh in us? What is that power? Christ in us, the hope of love. Right, that, the same power the that same. raised Jesus from the dead. That's correct. It says The word tells us somewhere else. It says that if it dwells in you, it will quicken, which means make alive your mortal, your mortal body. body. So that's a physical yeah. thing. So that means you should be healed and not sick. Amen. And I'm not denying sickness comes. Or I'm, not, I'm denying it's right to stay there or to dwell there. Because you see, how can it dwell if it doesn't have room to fit? Well, what's dwelling there before that sickness comes? That Christ may dwell in your hearts, that's uh, Ephesians 3.17, by faith. Oh, can so, I read that? In yeah, the, uh, you can read it translation? Now, This is going to get big here. I'm going to make this so big, and I'm not making it. I'm just telling you what he said. That's why maybe you can understand Kathy and Jesse the plan, why we do what we do, why we have what we have. Why? Because of this. Because we're able to ask for it. We're able to think it. And if you can think it, you can ask for it. If you can ask for it, you can think it. Either way you want to look at that. See what it said? Now unto him is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. Now the word all is just three letters, but my God, that's a big word. That you can possibly ask or think. But if you don't know where the channel is for that to work through, and you'd be surprised how many Christians don't. Right. According to the power that worketh in us. So go ahead and read. With well, the verse Lord 17, said. which you just said a minute right. ago, that Christ may dwell in your hearts. Right. And I usually read in the Amplified, but I have my phone here because I have other translations in here. Sure. This is the Passion Translation. Passion Translation. Verse uh, 17 of Ephesians 3 says, Then, by constantly using your faith, mm. the life of Christ will be released deep inside you, and the resting place of his love will become the very source and root of your life. Read that, read that but Christ uh, existing in you again. Say that it again. It says, then by constantly using your faith, the life of Christ will be released 
deep inside you okay, and so, the resting okay. place. Okay, watch it. Did Jesus have any financial deficits? That's his life. No. Why do you? Did Jesus have any sickness and disease? No. Why do you? That releasing that life of Christ in you. Right. Do you understand that? You know, okay. And not only did he not have those problems or those challenges, mm-hmm. everybody, whenever he, his needs were met, whether it's feeding the multitudes, yeah, right. he not only fed himself, he fed multitudes. Yeah. In other words, if you went to dinner like with Jesus, effect. you're going to eat good. <laughs> and you wasn't going to pay the bill. The whole team. <laughs> I don't think, think they, about they that. missed a meal unless they planned to. That's right. In fact, Fasting they probably didn't miss many because the Pharisees of that day was were complaining because his disciples didn't fast like well, they you, did. You think about it, this, uh, this kid uh, offered him a two-piece fish dinner. Well, he, he said, well, I don't like to eat alone, so I'll just feed everybody his look, his, who's here. 5,000 people, actually 5,000 men, uh, that's including the women, and not, not, not including the women and children. Yeah. We don't know how many people were out there. See, mm-hmm. releasing that life in you. See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, but that's when we get to heaven. No, no, listen to me. That's here. His will be done here on earth, in earth, however you want to say it, as it is in heaven. So when people want to criticize me for being healthy, mm-hmm. and let me give you another one, wealthy. Oh, Jesus. That's what your name means, Jesse. Yeah, the word Jesse means wealthy. <laughs> it ain't my fault. And my mom and dad were broke as a junkyard dog, yet they called one of their sons wealthy. <laughs> And I didn't they didn't know. even realize they were doing it. No, you, that's my point. So there's so many people don't realize what, that they're doing something that they could have. Mm-hmm. They don't think because they've been uh, re- religiously brainwashed instead of New Testament taught. True. Now watch that. I, I got to go back to that. I, I want you to read verse 20 out of the um, uh, Amplified, Amplified and then read the passion on it too, if you don't mind. I like they're, that word passion translate. A person that's passionate means they're stirred up about something. They are. They believe in something. That's they're willing right. to do something. Go ahead. Right. Amplified says, <clears throat> now to him who, in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly, <sighs> far above, far over and above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely we beyond. Dare ask. Infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. Okay, I got, I got, I got to stop right there. We dare ask? That, she just read that. You mean you dare ask God for the blessing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you dare? Oh, yeah, yes. I, in fact, I'll give it one. I, I'll double dog dare you <laughs> to ask it. I don't know what a double dog is, but that's a strong that's dare. Our, our friend Jerry Savelle. Yeah, yeah, he's a double dog that. dare man, Jerry Savelle. He likes I'm double dog dare. He said that you dare ask, which means some people will not ask because they dare not ask it because they've been told they can't have that. This is coming from the mouth of God. That's right. And listen to the Passion Translation. Uh, uh, yeah, read it. Before you read the Passion, I want you to call a friend, tell them to get on this boardroom. Or listen share. To he's still, share. In, he's yeah, still back in the Share it, do whatever age. you want to. Because people need Paul to hear what good, I'm saying. I promise better. you, if you watch this today, we're going to stir you up so much that discouragement is going to go out the door. You understand? Poverty is going to go out the door. Sickness is going out the door. Do you dare say that? Not only do I dare say it, I dare ask it. Yes. It just read it. Tell me what it's passion boldly. says. Anyway, 20 says in the passion, verse 20, Ephesians 3 says, Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely, infinitely more than your greatest request, Woo. your most unbelievable dream. Whoa, stop right there. <laughs> most unbelievable dream. 
God gave me this name. Believe the uh, uh, impossible. Unbelievable. Believe the unbelievable. Uh, receive the impossible because, because it's, doable. it's doable. See, everybody's going to say your dreams are unbelievable, but the Bible says it's not. Yes. See the difference? Go ahead, Kat. Mo your most unbelievable dream and exceed your wildest imagination. Ah, Lord, he will outdo them all for his miraculous power constantly energizes you. I believe that's oh, what's happening that's right now. Imagination. Mm -hmm. I love to watch kids. They start imagining things. Now watch this. If you listen to them enough, that imagination and you enjoying them, it will begin to develop faith in you. Because they start saying the most unbelievable stuff. What are you believing for? I'm believing to do this. And, you know, kids, you know, and I like that. Imagination can become faith. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah, so, at an early age, they start thinking about what their life work could be. And they remove and a lot of them we know. In fact, even our granddaughter said, you know, maybe I could be president one day. Yeah, Meredith, that, she can be president. Yeah, that's what's so wonderful but about America. And, and her parents, our parents, people who believe the word of God or who want to encourage their children will speak faith to that sure. and say things like, you know, there's nothing that's impossible. Whatever God puts on your heart, whatever his plan for you is, it will come to pass. But the key is for us to to seek the Lord and find out his plan well, for us. Well, we've told that to Jolie all her life growing up, but there's nothing you can't do. Let me tell you something, young lady. You could be the president of the United States. It doesn't make no difference here, you see. But you know what? You'll never do it with the herd mentality mm -hmm. because the herd follows something. You need to be the leader, see, because then the scenery changes all the time when you're the leader. See, and, and let people follow. Paul said that, follow me as I follow Christ. So if you had a church that doesn't believe the unbelievable, that doesn't believe the, to receive the un, uh, unreceivable, they don't preach it that it's doable, I'd get out of there. You understand? And I don't mean that to tell you to live. I'm telling you because you're never going to grow any further than that. Yeah, it's like you'd be on a religious treadmill. Yeah, you, you run. You may be running you're... and working up a sweat, but you're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere at all. But you're sweating like a Missouri mule, you know, but you're not getting what you, you could be down the road. That's why I wanted you to share this thing. Is that how you say it? Link it, share it, whatever. Because, see, what's happening is I don't know what, what you're going through, but I'm going to show you another scripture. I refuse to let the devil steal what I got. And the Bible says if you catch the thief, he has to return it sevenfold. Not seven times, sevenfold, which means every time you fold it, it's doubling. And the substance of his house. Now, people say, oh, you, can you do that? Look what Ephesians chapter 4, verse 28 says. Well, let me read verse 27 first. <laughs> Neither give place to the devil. You know how many people give place to the devil? In the book of Revelations, there's a church there that has a seat for the devil. Mm -hmm. It's the church of Pergamos. Now, why would you make a seat for the devil when he's a destroyer? It says, neither give place to the devil. When you say poverty is a blessing, that's giving place to the devil. When you say God sent that sickness on me to teach me something, you're giving place to the devil. My God, Jesus couldn't go to funerals, ladies and gentlemen. He messed them up. <laughs> Hard to bury somebody around Jesus. Neither give place to the devil. What's the Amplified say on that? That's it, Ephesians 4, verse 27. It says, leave no such room or foothold for the devil. Give no opportunity to him. No, read the Passion. Pull that up in there. I, wanna, okay. I, I, I want to see. Do you understand? And people get so mad at me. They want to criticize me. My God, who do you think you are? A person that doesn't give any place to the devil. Why? Now under him was able to do exceedingly abundantly above all. If I'm going to think, I'm going to think about God, and then I'm going to ask. And I do I dare ask it? You better know. Oh, I, I love it. I dare ask the hundredfold return. Some 30, some 60, some 100. All this. I don't believe in a hundredfold because you don't know how to dare. See, if you dare ask, 
you're going to get that. Am I preaching here today? I think you're Come preaching. On. Pat me on the back there. Thank you, Jesus. Go ahead. All right, give me the passion. <laughs> well, can I, I would rather read, begin reading in verse 26 because okay. when he talks about don't give the devil an opportunity, give place, the verse before that's really talking about being angry and right. don't let the sun, sun go down on your anger. Yes. Because you have to walk in love. That's the key to our, right. our victory. Right. But he says in verse 26, uh, in Passion Translation says, but don't let the passion of your emotions lead you to mm. sin. Don't let anger control you or be fuel for revenge, not even a day. Then verse 27 says, don't give the slanderous accuser, the devil, mm. an opportunity to manipulate you. Why do you give an opportunity for the Satan to steal everything you got? When the Bible explicitly says in verse, and I want you to read, read Passion Trent, verse 28. 28 says, if any one of you has stolen from someone else, mm -hmm. never do it again. Instead, be industrious, earning an oh. honest living, and then you'll have enough to bless those in need. My God. See, so if I'm not going to let anybody steal from me, I'm sure ain't going to let the devil steal from me. True. Now, well, how do you do that? According to the power that worketh in us, Ephesians 3.20. Mm-hmm. Do you see that? What is that power? Christ in you, the hope of glory. Are you getting this? But I feel some of you are on such financial struggle. So how can you blame? Look, the other day, President Biden, with a stroke of a pen, he shut down a whole uh, pipeline, whatever. You know, he's president. Let, he's got power 11, to do 11,000 jobs, I think. Uh, yeah, 10,000 jobs. Oh. Just that quick. Okay. All right. Watch it. That's nothing. That's nothing. You want me to talk? I'm going to talk like my good Italian friend. I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. That's nothing compared to the power of God that's in you. Power of God that dwells, not visits, doesn't go to church. I'm talking about, you know, go to church once a week. I'm talking dwelling habitation in you. I'm not married to Kathy on one, one day of the week, two days of the week, three days of the week. It's 24-7. Do you understand? And when you understand that, oh, God's word will work for you. That's why I wanted to talk about that today. I mean, I just got this. I was in my office. The Lord said, go to Ephesians 3.20. I wanted to go to Galatians 2.20. I, I was on a... Two, 220 to 20 <laughs> stuff. And when I read and I thought, my God, I got to go. He said, because I'm tired of people stealing. The COVID has been stealing people's lives. The COVID has been stealing people's uh, opportunities their to hope. make a living. Everything. Stealing their hope. And I'm telling you, I shut that down in the name of Jesus. Yes. According to the power that worketh in us. And I like, I'm going to go back to that. I dare ask. Yeah. Now, you, you can say what you want about Jesse the Plains or Catholic the Plains, but you follow what we're preaching is you're going to get blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in and blessed going out. Listen, I'm not just saying this to make you feel good. He said it. Jesus said it through the Apostle Paul. So when I read this, God is speaking to you right now. Now, but if you go into a church, and I'm not anti-church, you go into a church that don't believe nothing, believe that poverty is a blessing, and you know, take the sickness because you never know what God's gonna do. That is that that that's ignorance going to see. Those are actually ugly and hateful words that pull you away from your destiny, right. pull you away from the promise God has for you. I want to read the next verse in the go ahead. Go ahead. excuse me, in the Passion Translation, because we were reading right. it. Verse 29 went on to say, because uh, we uh, talked of about Ephesians what? Uh, Ephesians 4 29, because we okay. talked about don't let the devil steal. Right. He says, and, and never let ugly or hateful words come out of your mouth, but instead let your words become beautiful gifts that encourage others. Do this by speaking words of grace to help them. So words have or containers that contain your destiny. I like the King James Version, verse 21. Does uh, it? They said, let no corrupt, corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. So God calls that corruption. 
One thing I've learned about corruption, when a doctor sees it, he tries to take it out. Yeah. The See, Amplified you, calls it foul, polluting language, oh, or evil word, or unwholesome, yeah. worthless talk. It's terrible. He says, don't ever let it come out you of your You know what's worthless talk? Poverty is a blessing. That's worthless talk. You know, God sent this cancer to teach you something. That's, that's corrupt communication. That's saying this, well, let the devil just kill you. And then now, now, now a child can't live with his father uh, 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 or mother or whatever. You understand? No, 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 no. See, I mean, why did God give you a baby? He wanted you to raise it. He wants you to raise it so you can have fun watching him grow up just like God saw you grow up. Oh, you, you know, Jesse, for years, you know, you are your, your family. I know we don't want to get back on your family again, but let's, <laughs> let's go there. <laughs> anyway. My family, you ought to see us, Lord. <laughs> but you remember how there was a time where you were all, your family was always talking death, and they were death. saying oh. how, you know, how many, they would always list how, how many diseases and well, problems they, your they family had. They all got had. 40 years old. They was as old as it And be. you started agreeing with them at one yeah, point. I six, did. And I had to correct you. Yes, and, you did. And I'm so glad you let me. I did. And, and you, know, you were building your was? mental muscle. Yes. You know, <laughs> because, that. you know, uh, uh, cancer and diabetes follows my mother's side and heart trouble followed my dad's side. And all my uncles, not all, yeah, all of them, they yeah, say, well, you know, all, we, ain't, they, we ain't got a chance, Jack. Yeah, you know, they like, would. They'd say yeah, that. Yeah, well, you they, hear that all your life, you know, after a while you begin to kind of repeat that right, stuff. Right, I think most then of them I married Kathy, and she said this, and she, no, let, she didn't say that before. No. After she got born again, something, did she dare say that to me? Mm. Yeah. Because the word of God begins, but she said, we're not saying that no more. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember and, that most of the men in your family, they had severe uh, heart attacks. Some of terrible. them to disability, permanent disability own, in their 30s. Oh, yeah. My youngest brother had major heart attacks in his 30s. My oldest brother, my dad, all of them. And I'm not better than anybody, but I've never had a heart and attack. And then here he was. He was in his 40s, and his family kept looking at him. And instead of say, being happy that he was had overcome Healthy. that, whatever they said, they would consider it a family mm -hmm. curse, but we had made a generational choice said, yeah, that you'd walk in hell. <laughs> but anyway, they'd say, when it hits you, man, you're just, it's going to take you out. It's going to take because you work so much, man. One day you're just going to be preaching, fall on the ground. <laughs> and, <laughs> so we decided not to listen no. to that. And we evil, love our family. Don't misunderstand. We're not being critical of them. But you know what? That's corrupt communication. Mm -hmm. No, no, that's just talking. No, to, no. Mm -hmm. Satan don't just talk. Satan don't just come <laughs> make sick. He come to steal, yeah. to kill, and destroy. You know, and even if you're in the middle of a difficult, mm -hmm. hard situation, it would be better to repeat what the Word of God says rather than duplicate or repeat what the enemy yeah. has said. You're not denying that. Yeah, you like just you say often what God say, said. don't call the cat when you want the dog. When you want the dog. <laughs> say what you want, not what you see. I mean, you can walk up to a dog all, all day and go, meow, meow. And he just look at you like, what's your problem? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see how you go up to the cat and go, hur, hur, and the cat go, get out of here. You know, that kind you of know stuff. Jesse, we live in a day today where people say things, and because they said it, they want to define it and call it truth. But we know what the Bible says is really truth. Yeah, it is and the we truth, not a truth. Yeah, we won't allow anybody to corrupt our way of thinking mm -hmm. because we, our minds have been renewed. In fact, can I go back to another verse of yes, Scripture? Yes, you can. And uh, you still was in Ephesians 4. This is one of my favorite passages of Scripture. And it goes back to uh, verse uh, 22. It says, And put off concerning the former conversation of uh, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, that's the King James Version, is, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind that you may put on the new man, which is after, which is after God, is created in righteousness 
and true Re holiness. Read that in, read that in Amplified. And the, uh, verse 22 says, Strip yourselves of your former nature, put off and discard your old, unrenewed self, which is characterized by <laughs> your like previous, unrenewed self. <laughs> previous manner of life, and, become, and becomes corrupt through lusts and desires that spring from delusion. And then verse 23 says, And be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. Can I say something, ladies and gentlemen? We're not crazy. We just got a renewed mind. Yes. See, now I'm blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed going out. It made people so mad. Why? But boy, if I give them something, ah, all of a sudden I'm a nice person. How come my stuff is nice and I'm not? Hmm. Yeah, I used to wonder about that, about preachers. They'd say, boy, that just, this is before I was saved. He's a heathen from hell. They didn't want to have anything to do with me. But they sure would take my money. Well, me, if I was bad, then why is my money bad? Do I dare say that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> why? Now unto him was able to do exceedingly abundant above all we can possibly ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. So I made up my mind that if I'm bad, then what I have is bad. Mm -hmm. Ah, but if I'm good then what I have is good. Now, I'm going to shock you. Somebody's going to get mad. My money is good. You understand? Why? Because I'm good. My money focuses on what to do for someone else. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how many things I do. I mean, you see me constantly. I mean, I, I am a giver. Now, when you say that, people say, would you do this? Would you do that? No. You know why? Because you're making me your source. We can never take away God's glory or what he wants to do. But I don't mind being used. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's such an honor. The other night I was flying back from California and I was by myself. We had to fly at night because California got cold. I never thought I would see ice in California, in Southern California. Southern California. You know, good in the God. 30s. In the 30s. And that's really rare. And to make long story, so we're flying back. And I, I said, Lord, I just can't thank you enough for what you've done and what, you, what you're doing and what you're going to do. And I heard this. He says, I'm ever busy. Ever busy. I'm ever busy. I'm never sleeping. I, I, I'm ever busy. Hmm. Doing what? Watching over my children. And I got to thinking about my mama. Good Lord. I don't think I, my mother ever went to sleep until I hit that front door. Coming, and man, I mean, I, I was a heathen. I was on the, on the streets. I might get in at 3, 30, 4 o'clock. Daddy been sleeping since 9. <laughs> he don't care. He just gone. But mama said, you all right, boy? You all right, boy? Yeah, I say, yeah. You been drinking? No, you're lying. I can smell you from here. <laughs> you know, I say, okay. But she was there. See, ever ready, ever watching, constantly. That's God, see? Do you understand? That's the Lord doing that. We are his children. We're not God's adults. We're God's children. And children are born believers. So I decided, watch this, and I'm going to say that I've been preaching 45 years. I've been in full-time ministry 43 years, and I've never had a financial deficit. Why? Because I got more faith than you? No, but I dare say it? No. Why? Because, see, my faith is no stronger than yours, but I don't live by my faith. I live, according to Galatians 2.20, I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. That's talking about what we're saying here in Ephesians 3.20. And the life which I now, that's now, that's right now, I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. So what I do constantly is use his faith. It's kind of like an American Express. He gave me his American Express. And uh, my name's attached to it. 
You know what they call that when they, when you can have a card and you have someone that can use it? Uh, I don't know. You know, you can do something. Y'all know that behind the cameras, the <laughs> name of that? You know, like you let somebody you're use authorized. their card. You're an authorized user. That's it, yeah. And they, even though you're, that's, you're not that person, but that person authorized you to use that card. And, and as far as the people that you use, they, that's that person. Because they authorize you. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus has authorized us to use his love, use his power, use his blessing in every way, shape, or form. That's right. And be a blessing. Mm -hmm. Oh, you understand what I'm saying here? That's why I said, let him that stole steal no more. Right. Or corrupt communication. We had to use this. How many times me and Kathy used this verse? I got to bring this up. I can't help it. I love this. I verse 26. Ephesians. That's right. That's what makes you my, our marriage exciting. <laughs> You know, Ephesians 4, 26. 50 years be, ye, be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon oh. your wrath. Mm -hmm. and we, I've used that all the time. Kathy would well, get mad know. at me. I can't believe Kathy would get mad at me. She's just, and sometimes you get, you get like a cat. Don't you do know? that. <laughs> you, know, see, you see what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, she's mad about something. I don't know. So I start looking, and it, boy, and the sun's going down. I say, hey, Kathy. Man, she's still mad. You're like, Kathy. And if I say it like this, Kathy. Boy, she turned, What? I said, sun going down. Come on, mom. Don't let the sun go down on your rat. Come on. Come on. She goes, <laughs> did I dare do it? Yes, I did. And finally she said, I'm sorry. Forgive me. I said, I pardon you. Oh, Lord. When I use the word pardon you. And she's done it to me. Actually, I taught him this. Yes. But, uh, and he's a good, good student. I'm a good student. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> but he's right now relying upon the grace and the mercy that's yes, in my it, life right it's now. It's the I'm passion just... translation that I'm trying to get from her right now. Yes. <laughs> but what happened is that has shut us down. The devil trying to get between us. Like one time we got in a car and uh, Kathy was mad about something. And it was something, oh, it's about, the, it's just, you know, something about the ministry. This She's the CEO. She's the uh, chief operating officer of Jesse the Planet's ministry. <laughs> to make a long story short, we had a problem in the ministry. And this is a Saturday. We was going to my favorite restaurant in New Orleans called Mr. B's. You got to go. God, it's great. Hey, get the gumbo, yah yah. Wonderful. So, you know, and, and she's, I said, stop, Kathy. Stop. I said, that problem ain't going away. It's going to be at the office on Monday. We're going to deal with that when we get there on Monday. She went, oh, okay. I said, so, what would you like to do today? And she's done that to me. Sometime I come in and I got something going on here and I'm irritated or something. And she said, you know, hey, that's, that ain't going away. That's not going away. That's going to be there Notice when we get Notice how there. when he tells the story and he's talking about himself, he has this nice, pleasant <laughs> look on his face. When he says what I've said, he gets a scowl. Oh. Just be fair. Okay, man, you know it. Look, the dog don't do nothing at the house when the man gets mad. The cat don't do it, but when the mama gets mad, the dog take off in the next room, the cat take off. Wow, mama mad. <laughs> you know? And nobody happy unless mama happy. You know it, I know it. But we've learned to get along oh, and yeah. forgive get and along, be merciful. Get along, little dog, get along. <laughs> don't call me a dog. No, I call you you see what I'm saying? You got to watch him. I, mean, I just want to make sure he, he's clear. I just did that. I just you know, pushed the button. I know the button to I push. believe we're learning something. Both of us still are always learning. Oh, yes. Ever learning. <laughs> ever learning. Ever ready. Ever watching. We like to, what do they call that little bunny, that little battery bunny? Ever ready? Ever ready battery, you know. You know Speak and, for yourself, face. I understand. When you understand this, this, it'll change everything you do in life. That's right. And, and you, you know, call it religion. We don't call it religion. No. We call it a way of life. Well, you know, it's important mm. that you read your Bible every day. And today what we've been doing, we've been reading scriptures. But we want you to do that on your own as well and trust the Holy Spirit to guide you to the word that you need. Because the Bible teaches us that faith comes 
And we've been talking about the faith it of Jesus. Up. It comes, and it's a continual process, by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In the same way in the, in the natural, when you hear bad things, basically you have faith for that bad thing to come to pass. It's well, a spiritual law. You touched something real strong. You said faith comes. Faith cometh. It don't stack up. Mm -hmm. It cometh. It cometh by hearing. It don't come by hurt. See, you heard it, and you heard it, but you got to hear it. And you know when or you like the Texas people say, you got to hear it. You got to hear it, you know, that kind of stuff. How's your mama Nim? Who's, who's your mama? Who's Nim? My mama ain't named Nim, but it's so And funny. it's all one word. Oh, how's your they mama don't even Nim? have a space in it. Yeah, everybody got a different, you know. Word. So watch this. It cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Something just fell off of the thing here. Glory <laughs> to God. We're in our little studio here. When you understand focus, what... Just. No, focus, Jess. Focus. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. You got to understand. I, I have, I've had several uh, people in the... Uh, television business say, you got a television eye. I can be talking, but yet my peripheral vision is seeing everything. I see people scratching themselves and all kinds of stuff and just looking around. You know, you have to be aware because the camera will fall on the floor. And if it does, you'll see me dive on the floor and go say, what did you say? <laughs> you know, you Why'd gotta, you move? <laughs> you got to go. You got to keep it going. So when you understand this, that's why God told us to talk about that. Because I believe there's some people out there, they're struggling. And they don't know why they're struggling. Well, that's, there's a thief around. Mm-hmm. Let him that stole steal no more. Okay? And so if you don't use corrupt communication that's coming out of your mouth. Now, if you're going to say something, say what the word says. That's right. You know, the thing that amazes me, Kathy, why does people tell God everything they have? He already know that. He know what you got. Why don't you tell him what you, want, what you don't have? Tell him what you want. Mm -hmm. You know, God, I'm going through this. He said, I know all that. I know all that. Why are you repeating that? You don't need to. He already knows that. Tell him what you want or where you want to go or what you want to do. We got some testimonies here. I want to Can you I read, read them? that. Yes. Okay, great. They have some, I was just thinking about that because we were talking about how the word comes in Amen. seed form. And this came from Facebook recently. It's from Jade. Maybe you're watching today. It says, Amen. I have watched you since I was eight. How old it, are you, Jay? And it, <laughs> that really made me not, feel that's good. That's none of your business. <laughs> okay, I understand. <laughs> I'm really sure made she's me young, because oh, yes, yes, we've yes. only been out here like 43 years now. Uh, 45. But anyway, go ahead. They'll preach full preaching full time. Yeah. Four, four, three, four, close five. enough. Close 40s. Enough. 40, 40, yes. Over 40 years. Let's, read, read, we read, can agree on that. Read, yes, we can. Over 40 Read years. the testimony. <laughs> I have watched you since I was eight, and it put a seed in my heart that has stayed with me and has now blossomed into amazing fruit. Thank Christ you. I love that. Where was that from? Who is that? Jade. And it doesn't. she doesn't say or where, the, where she's name? from. Jade. J-A-D-E. I thought you said Jake. Like this color. Jade. Jade. Oh, yeah, Jade. Yeah, this is Jade Green. That's right. How do you like my Jade Green? You like my Jade Green? I love it. I got that. I got that. Uh, where I got that? I don't know where I got Focus, it, but I got Jesse, it. Focus, Jesse. Focus, Jesse. Well, you more. said Jade, so I just okay. looked at Jade Okay, this one is from, we've got testimonies coming in from Canada, South Africa, Armenia, England. This one from Lana. I don't know where she's from, but she says, you two bless me more than you will ever know. Praise the Lord. You brighten my day every time I see you. I pray to be the, sa I pray to be the same light as you to other people in my life to bring them the same cheer that you bring to me. Thank you, Jesse and Kathy. You know, uh, I, can, I can preach just about anything. I saw years ago, I saw a box of a cheer washing potter. You know, I think, I don't know if they still make that. I think they do. And they said know. all temperature. So I can work in cold, warm, or hot. I like that. 
uh -huh. temperature. Yeah, <laughs> and this is from Vicky. Says watching from Canapolis, Canapolis, well, North it. Carolina. Okay, North Carolina. How do you say that, Canapolis? Canapolis. That's right. That's right. You did good. I'm, I'm right a lot of the time. <laughs> that's true. Anyway, it's, <laughs> it says I have followed you you for 25 years, and I love all of your preaching and teaching. Thank you. What Isn't a blessing. Great? That made me feel. And then good. we have other testimonies from Hawaii, Bahamas, Gaskell, what, what, what Scotland. What does Hawaii say? Hawaii says something Hawaii. in Hawaiian that I can't pronounce, so I wasn't going to read that one. Let but me read it. It says, aloha kakahawi. It oh. must be a Hawaiian word that says. Yes, aloha kakahawi. Ka it means good morning from Hawaii. Blessings oh, to you, Jesse. she has the translation there. <laughs> See, just I, gotta I read it. Far got to Oh, Lord, Blessings help this woman, Blessings to you Lord. and Kathy. <laughs> just read the script, says, Jesus. <laughs> Shikia says, good afternoon from Bahamas. Mm -hmm. And then we have this, Rose says, I'm a, we have a lot of young people watching. Oh, I love young people. They I used to be young. They probably have their own device. <laughs> You're still young. young. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks younger every year. When you think about it, you're going to live for eternity. What's 71 years, right? That's true. Okay, I'm a, this one from The Rose says, I'm 11 years old, and I just just and I just and want to let you know that I love you, Jesse. And who uh, said that? The Rose. That's, that that's her nice. handle, I guess. Anyway, this one's from watching from Nigeria, from the Philippines, from Germany, Italy. I love all of this. It's so good. This one from this one's from Sally says, hello, Kathy and Jesse, from Albany, New York. God bless you, and I'm so grateful for your ministry. I have learned so much from you both over the years, and you taught me how to laugh again. And not a blessing of God. Wonderful? What a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. I hope you're enjoying this today, because you see, the world's a troubled place. Mm -hmm. It's very troubled right now. You know, and when God gives you, when people have power, I think instead of being superior, you, you should be superior to it instead of driven by it. When you have the ability, since you have the ability to go left or right, why don't you bless instead of hurt? You see, now I know everybody's trying to get this thing. I would like to speak to the scientists of the day. Go ahead. Now, you know, and people are talking about climate I'm control, sure climate control. Listening. Oh, yeah, they are. Climate control, climate. And, you know, I, let me tell you something about this planet. You can do everything you want to. If this planet wants to take us out, let me tell you about Mother Nature. She can be a mean mama if she <laughs> wants to be. She'll clean this place out and just sit and replenish herself. Mm -hmm. It's happened for millenniums. We've seen it happen. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, they said, you believe climate change is real? Probably, but I don't think it's as bad as everybody's saying it is because we got a, an ice cap melting because way back then, most scientists said we had what we call an ice, uh, ice ball earth. Well, there sure wasn't no fossil fuels being burned then. But you know what? Think about a volcano spitting. Ain't no telling what it's putting in the air. There's more than probably 100, 150 years of uh, industrial uh, yeah, nations. We remember when Mount St. Helens oh, man, I'm blew up. Just whoo. I mean, so now I'm not saying, I think we need to believe in the environment and take care of our environment and stuff sure. like that. Don't misunderstand me. Uh, but, but what I'm saying is like this. You're not, <laughs> mankind is not as powerful as they think they, think they are. Because they, well, we proved it today. I mean, I'm not being critical of the CDC, but has anything ever worked? I mean, you know, we masked up, we shut down everything, and the spike still kept coming. Yeah, and they're talking about the vaccine, and even though you've had yeah. the vaccine, still wear that mask. Then I heard something today. If you get vaccinated today, you still can get slammed by the COVID for at least three weeks. <laughs> Every day that the news changes. It's a shot in the dark they're or guessing. shot in the arm. Call it what you want. <laughs> I made up my mind that by his stripes you were, you are, you am, you is. I don't care how you say it, healed. Amen. See, now what about all the people that died? Well, the ones that were Christians are in heaven today. 
Now, I really believe you need to take care of the elderly and the compromised. I do. I believe you need to take care of everybody. I don't want one person to die. I mean, I'm just sad to hear those things. But I find this. You you don't mix, and I know it happens all the time. You mix in politics with people's lives. Think about people's lives instead of the ideology of something. Mm -hmm. You know, and and be a good American. Let's quit talking bad about each other. I'm going to say this. I think you're going to really enjoy this. There's a wonderful movie that came out. I think uh, Steven Spielberg is probably one of the greatest directors Hollywood's ever produced. That's my personal opinion because I, I like his movies. Well, he directed a movie called Saving Private Ryan. Mm. Now, it's a war movie about World War II when those guys hit Omaha Beach and, man, it was terrible. They were dropping like flies, boy, I mean, Germany was just killing them and things of that nature. But they had to do something. Well, you know, uh, uh, this is before uh, there was four boys uh, named Ryan uh, that were in the service. Their last name was. Ryan. Yes. And anyway, and three of the boys were already killed in different places of the war. So this lady was. They sent out these um, letters to the mama that you know it's a uh, telegram that Notice, your son yeah. died, gave his life. Well, this one lady knows that all three of them going to one, one address. Turned out that she has four. Of them. So man, she jumped up, went and talked to General George Marshall mm-hmm. in the movie. Okay, and they, he said find this last boy and get him out of that war zone. Because think about it, this lady's going to receive three telegrams that all oh, three boys have been killed, not the fourth. And he said, it's just too unbearable. Abraham Lincoln wrote a, a letter to, on, on a supreme sacrifice about, boy, when you give one of your children die. Why? Well, you know, if you've seen the movie, you know it. Well, at the end of the movie, well, what, they, they had a bridge and boy, the Germans are coming in. And there was a captain there, and that was played by Tom Hanks. To make a long story short, what I'm saying was he gets fatally wounded. So Ryan, who's the last one, he says, he said, earn this. Earn this. Because they gave their lives to him to get him out of there. Okay. Now, at the end of the movie, Ryan is now an old man, and he goes to the cemetery. Now, I'm coming to a point here, and I want you to listen to me. Uh, uh, And I'd, I'd like the politicians to hear what I'm about ready to say. All right? Forget about Democrats, Republicans, uh, independents, socialists. Just listen to what I'm saying. So I say he goes to the cemetery and he finds that headstone on that captain right, uh, that was buried there. And he said, have he I earned this? Family. Yeah. Have I earned this? Have, have I done what you have told me Have I been a good do? man? And then then his wife came and she said, he, he said, tell me that I've been a good man. Mm-hmm. Have I been right? She said, this is the wife. Now, he's an old man now, see? Yeah, he went to the grave in the Pacific Theater. Tell me that I'm a good man. If you've seen the movie, it really touches your heart. Or maybe but he's remembering, he, he's remembering the last words mm-hmm. that that captain said, you earn this, and then he dies. Okay, now I'm going to tell you something that Jesse the Planet does, and Kathy does too. We travel all over the world. There are Americans buried all over the world. Normandy, uh, if you go to Hawaii, to Honolulu, there's called the uh, Punch Bowl, which is kind of like a half crater of a, a, a extinct a volcano. And they have a lot of people who were buried there that died in the specific th- it's theater. Basic, it's a graveyard. I've been to Guadalcanal. You know, I've preached all over the world. You know, now, this is what I do. Now, I'm going to tell you this. And I got this idea from watching the movie Saving Private Ryan. The last time I was in Hawaii preaching, me and I said, Kathy, let's go to the Punch Bowl. And pay our respects to those that have made the supreme sacrifice. I mean, I, and I got to looking at these headstones. Born of 1929, uh, died 1941. Well, how old is that? 
You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm pretty sure that person wanted to be a father, a grandfather, you know, say. So you know what I do? And I don't know these people because I, I, I wasn't born during World War II. I was born, I was one of the babies after the, uh, uh, I was born in 1949. I'm 71 years old. You know what I say? And it touches me when I think about it. Because I've been there many of these, great, many of these uh, places where, where the people made the supreme sacrifice. And you know what I say since I saw that movie? I look at these graves and I said, have I been a good American? I hope I've been a good American. I hope what you died for, that I stand for what you died for, that you gave me freedom. You let me raise a family because you made that supreme sacrifice. Mm -hmm. You see, and yet most people, they never think about all those people that gave their lives. That's what that, in the movie, he said, have I been a good man? Have I earned this? Mm -hmm. You see, so I'm tired of everybody fighting. Everybody. And let me talk to all these CNN, MSNBC, and Fox, and all these people, quit calling each other names. That's not being a good American. Now, you can agree to disagree with people. I understand that this is America. Have freedom of speech, do whatever. But I mean, to say these things, there are people in the ground, and you walking around and saying that America's not this and America's not that. Who are you? are not a good American. Now, I ain't saying that we're perfect because no nation's perfect. But you know what? When you go to that grave site, people you don't know that died for us, the least you could say is, I've been a good American. You didn't die in vain. Okay, Jesus died. Lord, have I been a good Christian? Am I a good Christian? Am I, Lord? Let the light of God shine out of me. No, none of us are perfect. A lot of people make mistakes. But Jesus died for us. But he rose from the dead and he's coming back to us. I personally believe that with every fiber of my being. And while, while waiting on him to come, I'm going to be a good Christian. Mm -hmm. Well, as long as I live, I'm going to be a good American. I don't agree with some of the things that are happening. And you can agree to disagree. But you know what? When the rubber meets the road, when all them people were killed in 9-11, man, it changed people there for a second. Think about all those that died in Pearl Harbor. I mean, have you ever been to Honolulu? You ever been? And look down, there are 1,100 men in that ship. In the Arizona. Still yeah. down we've, there, we've 40 there, feet right. down there. That's now become a memorial site, a grave site. And you know what? It was Sunday morning. They were sleeping in, going to rest and get up and go to church. Yeah, but I don't know. Your grandparents may have. Your great-grandparents. What about 1917? What about World War I, the trench warfare, the amount of people that were killed, mutilated, to have a free America? And the allies came together for freedom. So I ask you today two things. Are you a good American if you're watching? Okay, maybe you're living in France. A lot of Frenchmen died in that war. Are you a good Frenchman? Um, Maybe you live in Moscow, you're Russian. Are you a good Russian? Think about that for a minute. Now let's go to the spiritual side. Are you a good Christian? I've heard people say I'm a good Catholic. I've heard people say I'm a good Methodist. I've heard people say I'm a good Protestant or a good... No, no, no. Are you a good Christian? Let's take it and make it personal. You say, I'll know, and I do this, and I'll do it for the rest of my life. And I go up to them graves, and my friends that died in Vietnam... I come out the Vietnam era. I went to the Vietnam Wall. 
Sammy Murph, my friend that I went to school with. His name's on the wall. I got a bunch of them on there. I knew them. I went to school with them. We ate lunch together. Bread rolls. We'd get them by the milk. They died. So when I walked to the uh, Vietnam Memorial Wall, Sammy, I don't know if you can hear me. I hope you do. Am I a good American? Because you died for me. Don't never forget that, okay? Now unto him who's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can possibly ask or think, mm -hmm. according to the power that worketh in us. And I leave it with this. That power in us gave us the ability to be good Christians, good Americans. Yes, we got our problems, but if we come together and use the word good, we can fix our problems. We can fix our planet. We can fix everybody and just do right, okay? Now, I didn't mean, I know I brought this thing down. Everybody behind the cameras are like this. <laughs> you know, but you know it's what? Quiet. It's a reality. It is true. It's true. So if you're an employee, be a good employee. If you're an employer, be a good, good employer. Good employer, be a good employer. I had one of my employees the other day at aviation. He said, you're the best boss I've had in my life. Thank you. I try to be. I want to be. I, I don't like exercising. I, I, the power that I have, I, I, ain't, I ain't crazy about it. Because there are a lot of people behind these cameras, naturally they, they rely on God to meet their need, but God uses us. They pay their house notes, they pay their car notes, they do the different things they live. You say, well, I'm going to be a good person. I'm going to earn that. So think about that. Next time you go to say something bad about someone, or you want to just slam some senator or some whatever, and I say that to our leaders. I say it to President Biden. You want to bring unity? Preach what I just said. Right. right. Take them to the graveyards. Let's be good Americans. Bottom, bottom line, speak Jesse. Of, speak of the house instead of okay. trying to do it. Be a good American. That's right. And you know what America does? We show mercy. Mm -hmm. We show grace. And, buddy, when earthquakes are going crazy, who's the first ones to hit the ground? Oh, let's put it in the scripture. Be a good Samaritan. Right. That's what I was about to say when I was trying to interrupt you. Yes. But you were on a roll. It was pretty I was good. On a roll. <laughs> but I was thinking, be a good human being. Yes. Be kind That's to it. one another. That's really what that whole passage of Scripture in Ephesians chapter 4 is talking about renewing your mind. And Amen. Be kind, be forgiving. You know, it yeah. talks about walk in love. You know, don't be angry, forgive. Right. You know, right. All those things. That's being a good human being. That's what God is calling us. That's to. what we're talking about today. We Nobody can't do it on our own strength, no. though. We have to rely upon God to help us. Okay, I'm going to just ask him to, to help me. us change. Have I been a good husband? You've been a good husband. You've been a good wife. Well, thank She's you. She's been a good mama. You've been you a can, good you, daddy. I, I, I do the best. Jody said, boy, and dad. And a grandfather. Yes, I love being a grandfather. I'm a mimi. I'm not a, I'm a, not a grandmother. I'm a mimi. She's a mimi. <laughs> I'm grandfather, you know, and it's such it's a blessing. Thing. So until next time, this is Jesse and Kathy saying, let's be good. Yes. And let's use Trust this power God. that worketh in us, which is a good power. Amen. Till next time, we'll see you again. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.